Well, welcome everyone. This is The Daily and I'm Carolyn Dennis and this is where we get a dose of our daily scripture. So I'm really excited to bring to you the little message that's been on my heart for a few days and I hope that you will love it too. And I just want to let me tell you about my Jesus because he can change your life. He changed mine. I am so grateful. I tell him all the time how grateful I am. And today I just want to share seven things about Jesus. You probably know all of this because he is God, but he came to earth in the form of a man and he lived among us and he lived as us. And so he totally, as the commercial says, he gets us, but that's it's it's more than that. It is completely more than that. I want to tell you a little bit of some of the characteristics of Jesus. I've got seven I want to share with you today. And I think these are seven things that the Lord put on my heart that we should at least try to model these. We want to be as much like Jesus as we can. But, you know, only the Lord can perfect that, which concerns us. And that's from Psalms. So... Jesus, he died for us at Calvary. He took sin on him so that we can have eternal life with him and be in heaven with him forever. So let me just tell you the seven characteristics about Jesus. And I just love him. <clears throat> he he must be just the, he's got to be, and he, I know he is because I can tell from the relationship I have with him that he is just the most wonderful person that everybody wants to be around all the time, that he's the guy that we want to hang out with. And when we get to heaven, we're going to want to hang out with Jesus as much as we can. So uh, one thing about Jesus that I really, really love, and it encourages me, is he was a very sociable person. He went to social events. He hung out with people. He didn't just come to earth and be a hermit and have to pray 24-7 by himself. He did not do that. He did, he did do some prayer, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But he was a sociable person. And if you look at John 2, 2, <clears throat> and this is in the Gospels. All of our scripture today are from the Gospels. Um, it says in John 2, 2, now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And this was the wedding at Cana where he performed a miracle and turned water into wine. So people liked Jesus that he was even invited to social events. So that tells me that to be like Jesus I need to be involved with people. I need to be sociable and not be a recluse. Oh, I'm just going to stay home and worship God all day. Well, that's wonderful. But part of our mission is to be with other people. How can we complete the mission he's given us if we just stay by ourselves all the time? So Jesus was sociable and he did pray. He would pray with people. And he went and he prayed by himself. And if you look in Luke chapter 6, verse 12, I'm flipping my pages here. Luke chapter 6, verse 12, 
talking about Jesus praying, because even though he was God, he prayed to the Father because the hierarchy is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they are three in one, kind of like a triangle with, you know, you can think about it like that. They are the Trinity. And so Jesus prayed with people, but he often went by himself and prayed to the Father. So if we look in Luke chapter 6, verse 12, now it came to pass in those days that Jesus went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. So Jesus went to a place by himself and prayed to God. So even though he prayed with people, he also took time to spend time alone with the Father and to pray. So this is encouraging that we should have prayer time alone with the Father. So we're supposed to be sociable, but at the same time, wedge out time in your life and really every day, every day, because every day is different and every day is going to bring new challenges. Spend time with the Father praying. And so then I want to share with you that Jesus went about doing good. And this is from the book of John, chapter 10, verse 32. And he did good works everywhere he went. And I mean, of course, many of you all probably may not have performed a miracle yet. You might, but by him doing good, it shows a good example to us that we are to do good to others also. So let's, uh, let me read this scripture, John 10, um, verse 32. Jesus answered them, many good works I have shown you from my father. And, and then he was talking to the Pharisees. He said, for which of these works do you stone me? So when you see that others need something, it might not be that you can heal them, but pray with them or give them an encouraging word or send a card, give them flowers, do all kinds of things to go about doing good like Jesus. And then I want to tell you, Jesus did not forsake fellowship. Now, this is God. He is God in man, okay? So if we look at Luke, and if anybody probably didn't know to go, need to go to church, it was Jesus. And if we look in Luke chapter 4, verse 16, Jesus, it says, so he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. So we know he grew up in Nazareth. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So we learn a couple of things from this scripture about Jesus. He grew up in Nazareth, and as was his custom, he went to the synagogue. So that means he faithfully went to the synagogue, to the fellowship, to the church. He did this. And he did not forsake this, even though he was God and he knew it all by heart, probably. And he stood up to read. So our Savior could read and he was faithful to go to the fellowship every week. 
So that tells me, thankfully I can read too, um, that I should continue going to fellowship. And I do. I go to church at Highest Praise in Shalote, North Carolina. All right. Another thing about Jesus. Now, this I really love is he had compassion on people. And if you look at Matthew chapter 9, verses 36. Let me find my place. Here we go. I marked all my scriptures. 936. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. So Jesus cared about them. He had compassion on them. And we should can have compassion for other people because maybe we don't understand their situation. Or maybe they need us to give them a word or a dollar or something or just to be a friend and meet them somewhere for lunch. Jesus had compassion. And then one thing I really love about Jesus, and this is a commandment, is he was a good child to his mother. So if we look in John 19, which we do believe that his earthly father, uh, Joseph, had died by the time Jesus was taken to the cross. So he had his mother. He was the firstborn of his mother. So he would have had the responsibility of taking care of her as a widow. And in John Chapter 19, verses 26 and 27. Look what Jesus did for his mother. Now, he's on the cross, okay? They about beat him to death and nailed him to a cross. He's been up all night, had three fake trials, and people have beat him, scourged him. They've done everything to Jesus. They, pulled, they plucked his beard out. See Jesus back here, my beautiful picture of Jesus. This was done by the young girl at when she was eight years old. She had a vision of Jesus, and this is how she saw him. And I, I think her name is Ariana, but I'm not for sure. So don't quote me on that. All right. John chapter 19, verses 26 and 27. I just love this. He's on the cross, and he's dying. When Jesus, therefore, saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. And then he said to the disciple, who is John, by the way, who's write, written the book, behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple, John, took her to his own home. So as Jesus was dying on the cross, he even took time to take care of his mother before he died and provide a home for her. So John took his mother, Mary, to his home and they cared for her. All right. And then the last thing, this is number seven, that I want to share with you about my Jesus and how wonderful he is. This is from Luke chapter 23, 
verse 34. And I love this so much. And the, he is on the cross on this one also. He took care of a lot of business on the cross. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. He's hanging on the cross and suffering. I, I can't even think about stuff like that when I'm having sickness, much less if I had gone through what he's been through and he asked the father in heaven to forgive the people who has done this to him. And then the next thing that happens is the people at the cross, the guards, the, the soldiers took his clothes and gambled for his clothes. Yet he forgave them even before they did that. Let me tell you about my Jesus he is so good. So the seven things that we talked about today about Jesus, and there is so much more. I could probably tell you hundreds of things about Jesus. And when we get to heaven, I think we will only start to get to know this miraculous Savior who came for us, who loves us so much. So he he was sociable. He prayed. He went away to pray. He prayed with people. He went about doing good everywhere he went. He continued to go to synagogue, or we could call for Christians, it would be church. He could read. We know that. And he had compassion on people. He was a good child to his parent, which is a commandment to honor your parents. And he forgave. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He will change your life. If you do not know my beautiful Lord and Savior, then all you have to do is pray a simple prayer and ask him to forgive you of your sins, which he already bore for you on the cross at Calvary and ask him to come into your heart. That's it. It is so simple. And let me tell you, my Jesus will change your life. He changed mine. And I have never regretted receiving Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I guarantee you won't either. Thank you for joining me. I hope you had the best day. Shalom.